Hey everyone, how's it going? What's up guys? Style here. This is Sarah and this would be episode eight of season two of Every Gay Sex. Mm-hmm. Nice noise. How's your day? It's been good. It's been good. It's a little cloudy here. Might get a little rain, which is fine because uh, we don't get a lot of that in the summer. And oh, yeah, cool. I've got a chill day. It's a holiday. Love All it. Right. How about you? Yeah, low-key day. What are you doing tonight? Raining. What? What are you doing tonight? Nothing. <laughs> what is that look? You said you had plans tonight. Oh, like, oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just I I will I think I've um, <laughs> right yeah I'm just hanging out with a friend mm-hmm. <laughs> just hanging out with a friend a lovely yep. friend yep okay nice so would this friend be straight and hot go ahead <laughs> she wishes no, wait is it no, i wish but no yeah. it's not no Dang. i've made set my boundaries and i'm over that not over straight girls in general though no no never god no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't mean anyone specific i just meant in general <laughs> no. Straight and hot. no i'm trying to things. veer off of the uh Straight hot girls, yeah, but uh, we'll see. I like mm. to think I'm ready for things, and then I'm like, ah. you gotta just jump in. Yeah, I have uh, this person will listen to this and find it funny. I have no chill, <laughs> no chill whatsoever. What does that but, mean? Uh, sense that, that we just hang out all the time. Mm. that's the thing with girls i find though like you go on that first date and then you're together every day forever until things go horribly wrong yeah that's what i'm waiting for (laughs) (laughs) just counting down the days (laughs) counting down the days no just yeah um yeah i don't know we'll see life's Mm. good i'm chatting away having the time of my life good doors are open the DMs are open. The DMs have been open. <laughs> yeah, we haven't had any success with that, but um, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Here and there, here and there. Yeah. Um, yeah, but basically, I also have a lunch with a friend first that I haven't seen in forever, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. We're currently in the middle of maybe rescheduling just because it's kind Can of gloomy I- out and they want to eat sooner than four. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a late so, lunch. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, so, that's kind of my bad. For... No, 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 it's all good. Um, I had told them yesterday it was going to be like 3.34, but I guess might be a little too late now. They're getting a little hungry, so no worries. Um, mm-hmm. So I might have, I don't know, it depends on some things, but I might even have the night off now. The night off, nice. We'll see. Cool, cool. Yeah, cool. that's what I get. Anyways. Today, 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 Yes. So today our topic to cover is keeping the spark. Mm -hmm. Still, I know all about that. 
sort of. But we have been in long-term relationships, so we do know like that sort of side yeah. of it. But um, this episode specifically is mostly made up of audience um, like recommendations for things to cover. I did a, an Instagram post, what do you want to hear us talk about? And I got a handful of things that all from different people that all fell under the umbrella of like, well, sex as per usual, but like specifically kind of sexual, not issues, but um, yeah, like keeping the spark, communication, um, things like that. So that's the topic for today. We're excited. Keeping the spark. Honestly, yeah, that happens. So other, uh, no, I find you just go through this like phase, like honeymoon phase, and you're just like living your best life, and then it just hits a wall. Mm-hmm. But it does or it doesn't. And if it does, it's fine. But like, I think it's just so important to just push through it because on the other side, so much brighter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I have yet to get to that other side. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, so what would you say, like, for anybody, just to get, like, to introduce the topic even, for people that are experiencing that, like, lack of sex in their long-term relationships, what comes to your mind as being, like, that first key thing to to start doing, to help? For, like, like I guess, lesbian bed death? Well, anything, any, any, like any relationship, any genders, any, anything like people that are experiencing a lack of sex in their relationship. Yeah. Um, I find that's hard. I've like experienced it myself too. And I think when I handled it that time, I didn't, don't think I really handled it at all. Like, I don't think we really like even like we maybe talked about it a few times, but we didn't set any things of wanting to try things new something some new things or maybe like I don't know doing things out of our comfort zone or just like communicating in general Mm -hmm. like there was no communication in why they thought it was happening or I thought it was happening or on on both ends I don't think that the communication was really there Mm -hmm. and uh I think it's just important to like be open to trying new things yeah and realizing that it might be a little deeper than that and you might have to go see someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think the key word that you said that like, that comes to my mind for sure is communication. I think that we like as a society still don't talk about sex enough. And that's why Stella and I are doing this podcast is to kind of remove the taboo-ness of talking about sex, but especially in a relationship that you've been in for a long time where you're like living with the person or not, like whatever it is, you should by that time or even at any time in the relationship feel confident enough to be honest and talk about these issues with your partner. Like if you're Mm -hmm. noticing that there's less sex than there usually is, why not bring it up right away? Like don't let it go months on months. You know what I mean? Like bring it up right away and be honest about um, more than anything, be honest about your needs. Because if you, if yeah. you aren't and you just let it go and you're not, your needs aren't being met, then you're going to end up resenting your partner because you're feeling unfulfilled at 
all times. That was a really good thing you said. I like the needs part because that's like, that's like so important too. And realizing that like your needs are like just as important in this whole situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so the um, kind of buzzword or whatever that we got um, for something to talk about is lesbian bed death. So, I mean, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but, and I think bed death can be experienced in any relationship, whether it be gay, straight, whatever Mm -hmm. genders. Um, But lesbian bed death is pretty much just feeling um, that your sex life has died. The bed time has died. (laughs) Bed death. (laughs) Um, And... Again, it can be like in any relationship that people feel this um, this happening. But I think that it's, it's this, there's a name for it for lesbians specifically because, like, yeah, I think we all go through the honeymoon phase and that like all over each other like phase, and then sometimes that fades away. But with two vulva owners, if both experience a menstrual cycle, that stands out to me for sure as like the first thing to say about that, like let's say I start my period. Well, first of all, you've got the few days of PMSing beforehand where some people might be more in the mood. Some people might be less. You might be cramping. You might be really tired. You might be like sore and not aren't interested in sex. And then you've got, however, everybody's cycle is different. You've got several days of like bleeding and then sometimes mm-hmm. some effects afterwards. And then if you're really unlucky, your partner will start her menstrual menstrual cycle at another time, and if you look at the month, there's a pretty good chance you've just lost two weeks out of four weeks of good sex. And now you're down to two. And then you've got obviously all other life factors of, you know, work, being busy, kids, whatever. But I think that like also just like pushes into the next thing of like prioritizing like your relationship and your sex life. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because are you ever too busy to have sex? No. Probably not. Like, there's definitely some time that can be made that you're just not prioritizing that time, right? And yeah. I think it's important to prioritize that time because not only does it, like, I think it's just important for your relationship. Like, I don't think every relationship needs it. Can, like, you know what I mean? But if your relationship is does have sex in it, then I think... And it's like been communicated that you both expect a certain amount for like your own self pleasure. Then I think it's important to keep it up because then if not, you're going to feel one part of your life and relationship has deflated almost. Yeah, yeah, and your needs won't be met, and then that obviously has other effects. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think that we're ever too busy. Like the other day, I was saying like, oh, I need to make time for more meditation because my anxiety's been bad. Blah blah blah. And I was talking to Rachel about it. And I'm like, why does it feel like an hour on TikTok is super like, like that's a, that's an important part of the day, but I feel like I go to bed and I'm like, oh, I didn't have time to like meditate or didn't have time to write in my journal or do like things that are way more helpful to me. Why did I feel like an hour of TikTok? Like I could have done just a five minute meditation out of that hour that I spent on my phone. Like, I think we all spend way too much time on our phones. I think that's probably, and especially like a lot of couples have a rule where their phones don't come into the, like to the bed. I like that rule. I've never done it, but I, I, 
I think it's, I don't know, I think it depends also. Like, certain people I don't think that'd be a problem with because I'd get the attention I wanted. But with other people that I find, I'd be like, I don't get enough attention from you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, laying in bed, that, like, kind of 30 minutes before falling asleep could easily be not full, like, and it's a whole other thing, but intimacy does not equal sex. Intimacy could be rubbing someone's back, playing with their hair, holding hands, like laying in bed together. Like there are so many other ways to be intimate without like full blown sex. Cause sometimes that isn't like, like I can think, you know, of times where I'm, I'm laying in bed and I'm tired and like my dog's on the bed or whatever. And I don't feel like I want to get Nala up and bring her out to the other room and like get kind of like organized to have like full sex if there's going to be like a strap involved or whatever. Like I just like, it can literally just be, like I said, rubbing someone's back or just like being together, but that's not going to happen if you're both scrolling fucking TikTok. Like, yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good point. I agree. So I think that would be one, like if we're talking as two professional professional sex gurus that we are (laughs) if we're talking how to maybe fix lesbian bed death I think that would be what we've said um prioritizing things and I think removing phones from the bedroom might be a good place to start yeah and the communication was a good one that doesn't just mean like communicating like how you're feeling that also means like communicating your like sexual needs like being like hey like some people could have, I find, <clears throat> let's say, like, you're experiencing bed death. And uh, it's because, like, you're nervous to express to your partner that you want to try something new. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's just as important, you know what I mean? Like, because that could even just spark it up even more. Mm-hmm. What happens if I bring up to my partner that I really want to try something new, something different, and they aren't into it. Does that mean that I'm that we're not compatible, or does that no. mean like like how do you solve that? I think you can just find a middle ground. Yeah, like there's some compromising and that can go on unless it's like you know what I mean. Like, I, and if there's no compromising, or you find that that's something you can't live without in a relationship, then maybe yeah, it's time to go look somewhere else. But I don't think I don't necessarily think it means that you should just completely fuck off with the relationship because they don't want to do one thing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I think that that would come up a lot of times like I can think of friends that have experienced that uh long-term relationships with men um that then these women decide they want to try being with women and their partners aren't open to that experiment and then they break up because like this woman these women know that they that's something they want to try yeah. Because so, that's kind of a big one. That's a bit bigger than, oh, I want to try handcuffs or like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like. I know somebody, oh, who was I talking to? Can't remember, but. Fuck, who was it? Can't remember. But anyways, uh, they're talking about how, oh, now I remember. <laughs> uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> so you're talking about how like people who want to try being with girls and stuff like that. That's what you were saying. And 
this guy had been with a girl that wanted to do that, and she went and tried it, and then was like, yeah, not for me, and then came back to him. And then and she he was okay with that? Yeah, and he was cool with it. And he's like, yeah, figure it out. Like, sure. And then he he also used to see someone that did the same thing and didn't come back and was like, nope, uh, girls are definitely for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was like, that's cool, too. Like, and I think it's important to let your partner experiment. Well, not, I don't know, experience. I don't want to say experiment because I hate that word, but mm-hmm. it's a little triggering. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to experience like a part of their life that I guess they're unaware of fully like experiencing I think I think it's important to try new things like that but mm-hmm. yeah yep I agree um and that result really has nothing to do with you it's more of a them thing where like they need to figure out what they're yeah. into yeah yeah I agree Um, I wanted to ask Julian his opinion on this because he's been with his partner, Jen, for a very long time. So I was hoping you could chime in and give us some advice uh, on how you keep the spark in your relationship. Uh, Well, there hasn't been a spark since 2011. So I'm going to pass on the question. Uh, No, well, it's like little things like... um, I mean, this is very hacky as an idea, but date night, uh, like you have to make time for yourself because the longer you're together and you were saying earlier how, you know, uh, it's not worth um, leaving a relationship for one thing or whatever. People forget that relationships are hard. They they work. You need to work at them. It's not Mm -hmm. always easy. Like there's this concept misconception that it's just because our society is so uh, instant gratification and everything and, uh, so it's like we think that as soon as one little thing comes up where it's hard, uh, I'm out. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be this way. It's like no, it's it's actually work for for on both parts. And um, the longer you're together, you kind of you you amass things, property, uh, just things, and then you kind of start running this business that is is your life, kind of. So it's all like logistical and oh, this about the house and this for the cottage, and it's just like. You have to force yourself to talk about fun things, bring bring up fun things, and not only just uh, life things, the to-do list of life. You know what I mean? Like it just becomes like dealing with things, property, tech, this, that. And it's like you have to separate yourself because Jen and I at one point, I was like every interaction we have, text or uh, even conversation, it's like – Business. I, I say business related, but it's not like a legit business, but like just logistics and responsibilities. And it's just not fun. So you have to, um, there's kind of two approaches to that. You have to either force yourself to talk about fun things or um, my therapist said some or somehow find a way to make those things fun too. Like you, you have this house now, this property. And so allow you're taking care of that. So that's fun. So it's just like um, not not being too serious and you have to remember why you're with the person. And then because after a while, like I said, you kind of become almost roommates that run this thing together. So that's why date night, as uh, hacky as it is as an idea, it's, it's really important. At least once a week, you take time for yourself and you were talking about phones in the bedroom. We do no no technology in the bedroom whatsoever. It forces you to like when you if you go to bed at the same time, you're just like talking before bed. Um, and that's a huge one. And um, 
watching porn together. <laughs> and we just did that for the first time in 14 years. No really? way. Yeah. And because uh, we have, um, I got illegal cable, so I have porn channels now on the TV. <laughs> like 50 or 60 porn channels. Which, by the way, porn on TV is way overrated. Because you forget how, you don't realize how much you skip ahead when you're watching porn on your phone or laptop. Yeah. yeah. You skip to the good parts. On TV, you can't skip ahead. You could just pause or, or, but you can't. So you have to sit through the worst acting, the worst scenarios, the worst everything. Do you guys know what uh, Dancing Bear is? Dancing no. Bear? It's like, sure. uh, it's like male strippers. They come out wearing like a bear bear costume, like a mascot, just the oh. head. And they dance around. It's all these women at bachelorette parties and they suck the guys off. And it's just like, ah, oh, it's crazy. But oh for God. the first few minutes, so you just have like these jacked up guys on Coke and steroids and they come out. And for the first few minutes, they're just kind of like dancing around flaccid and women are putting whipped cream on their flaccid cocks. And they're just... If you were watching that on on your phone or on the computer, you'd skip that part. But so Jen and I just like literally sitting on the couch watching this grown man like helicopter his soft dick around. And we're for like 10 minutes. We're like, is this doing anything for you? I'm like, no, this is awful. But um, things like that, like, again, almost 15 years in and we had never watched porn together. And I brought it up. we did our podcast, two episodes of Just for Laughs, and this topic came up. What porn would you search? And Jen started saying, for some reason in my mind, I never thought she would ever watch porn ever. <laughs> yeah. And she told me what she would search, and I was like, shocked. I'm like, I don't even know you right now. So then when we were at the cottage, I brought it up. Like, Tell me more about these uh, porn categories you search. And then <laughs> we uh, watched them. Anyway, that was a really wordy uh, response, yeah. but... Just kind of uh, date night, make things fun, and um, watch porn. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's so funny. Okay, Stella, what porn categories do you search when you search? <laughs> Julian, don't go off camera because I'm coming to you what? next. I'm, I'm, this is a round table. <laughs> Stella, you go first. Why do I always have to go first? Why, do, why can't you go first? I'll go first. Um, if I open porn, I already told you guys this. I, I probably would would watch gangbang porn, <laughs> probably, <laughs> or or lesbian porn, or but I do like group stuff. So like a threesome, but no men, no penis owners, three vulvas, and yeah, I tends to be more to the group, multi like more than two people um, mm. style. Um. Yeah, that's 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 probably my main. Okay, Stella, go ahead. Oh God. Um. Yeah, definitely lesbian. Like that's a no-brainer. All, mm-hmm. all, all for sure. Um, I think one that sometimes I like. Um, what's the word? What the like a like a oh. I need help fixing this. Oh. <laughs> or, oh, I got stuck in the laundry. <laughs> oh, my God. 
What, well, that's know. not a category. It's just corny. It's, yeah, but it's like, there's like, I don't know. There's like, it's like almost like reality kind of. Oh, it's a story. There's a storyline. So, you, okay. So that yeah. means that that would insinuate that you don't skip that over. Like Julian was just saying, we'd Sometimes skip over. Sometimes I skip over some parts. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. like because I like, I, I need a scenario. I like the, yeah. to know what's happening, but. Sometimes, sometimes it's so it's like eight minutes. It's like okay, and it's the worst acting ever. Yeah, yeah. But I like to so still know like what what uh, and that, yeah. led his cock into her mouth in that walk-in closet. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be like roughly around that. Um, I like some public stuff, but that's about it. Is that a category? Public, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. No, 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 no. Go ahead. <laughs> There's this thing called fake taxi. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fake taxi? Julia. Does Julia know it? Okay, so far, you were going to ask me my, my thing after. <laughs> it's word for word everything Stell has said so far. I'm not even joking. Which was lesbian public taxi or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it changes kind of all the time. Um, but right now, I'm way into public public. Shit. <laughs> oh my god! It's so, yeah, and fake taxi, absolutely. Uh, Wait, what is it? it's a fake taxi it's like people uh bang in the back of a cab it's like it'll be like it's different scenarios but it'll be like um uh young slut can't pay her fare so blows taxi driver or whatever or sometimes it's two people in the back seat or like one time i watched one of this it's two girls and i've actually watched this one a couple times (laughs) (laughs) um but she just like She's like, oh, you're so pretty. And she's like, oh, my God, you too. Have you ever been with a girl? And they're like, no. And they're like, she's like, would you want to try? And she's like, fuck yeah. And she's like, I have a strap. And she's like, hell yeah. And then, like, they find out they know the same person. And I think it's, like, almost like reality of a fake taxi. But it's, like, I don't know. But it's, like, crazy. Now I just, I think it's so funny that the both of you are getting off to fake taxi. And now we know. <laughs> there's, a, there's like fake taxi, fake hostel, fake hospital. There's like a whole oh, yeah. um, company well, that does these. Uh... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I specifically, like, that's on like some sites. But then there's that site that I was telling you, the Bellsma or whatever site, the one that's like mm-hmm. run by females, four females. Yeah. Um, there's actually one that I constantly – I regularly watch and it's this girl who just like absolutely i'm i'm gonna send it to you send it in a group chat so julian can watch it on his tv absolutely like just rails this girl and like oh it's belsa yeah um and like it is the best like it is like crazy like this person has like crazy amount of just like energy to be able to keep going like this i'm like wow I'm impressed. just so much so much stamina. wow and it's like and this girl's like a oh well that's her name okay casey warner <laughs> nice star. and who else casey warner and 
What is this? Is this on your bookmarks tab? Ha ha ha. No, is it? <laughs> no. And Paige Owens. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm send the link in our chat. I so I don't know how it. I feel about all three of us getting off to the same video. <laughs> I just, I just that's the hottest it. thing I've ever heard in my life. Go ahead. <laughs> I just sent it. Even the front photo is just like you know that this person's giving a good fuck. Oh wow! Yeah, I feel like that's your type of fuck. Zap. <laughs> like I feel yeah. like you're gonna watch this video and be like, "That's that's what I want. That's what I need." I'll have to go find it somewhere. I haven't had much luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes to all of those things that we've mentioned. Yeah. I I have a really weird um, uh, porn thing that I've searched and I've found hot, but I could see that I could see why this would be excessively problematic in the, the, <laughs> in the world. Um. So there, it's public, but there's this niche category of like it's like guys beat it's obviously planned or whatever but it's like guys beating off in their car and like a stranger walks by and notices and gives them a hand job through the window and sometimes they lean in and will like suck them off and it's like it's like dick flashing or whatever or or someone will be like uh dick flash my maid in the hotel and she sat on my cock or whatever it's just like things like that and I don't know why it does it for me, but I could see how not good it is to have that out in the world because young men watching this are just going to think they can whip their cocks out and have strangers suck and fuck them. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know I, don't I, mean? you, I don't know if you've come across this one, Julian, but there's oh, one that's pretty no, known. <laughs> it's the same kind of category. Uh, this guy who does it at a beach and he's like in the back of his trunk, in the back of his car and his trunk is open and he's like drying off and there's a group of people who are walking by. And he just has his like hard dick just hanging out. And then the girl is like, one second, guys. And the rest of the group keeps walking. And then she goes and just literally just fucking jerks him off. Why do I love that so much? Yeah, but you'll have, <laughs> you'll have this one woman walk by and she'll just like pop out one titty and then like jerk yeah. him off and then leave. Yeah. What's wrong with me that I think that's hot? <laughs> okay, I, I have a question it, for I, you guys. I think because it's almost realistic in a way. Not like, not that that would happen, but like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like almost like the, the, it's, I feel maybe you get the second hand, like, like, ooh, like it's so like. Excitement. uh, Yeah. Yeah. The excitement. And it's like also like kind of nerve wracking because like they could get caught and all this stuff and they don't really care, but. Well, if they get caught, that's just more hands on the dick. Yeah, exactly. It seems like nobody's repulsed by the idea of a stranger's cock being out in these videos. Everyone's like, ooh, oh my God. Hey, hold <laughs> on. You guys go ahead. I'm just going to yeah. suck and fuck the stranger real, 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 real quick. Seriously. Um, what's the weirdest thing you guys have ever watched Sarah? or searched or <sighs> come across and not changed the thing? Oh, fuck. Um, Whether it was Sarah? on purpose or accident. Sarah? <laughs> um the weirdest uh okay okay this is this is this is something okay but so the, okay so so listen i did okay so i didn't search this but i have 
this burned memory into my brain of coming, you know, when we were kids, like I was like maybe 12. Okay. This is, yeah. Where, wow. Where is this going? Um, and I, when the internet was just like, I don't know, we all had access to the internet and I don't know where I went to end up here. Okay. But I can see it and I've, I will always see it in my brain. Somehow I ended up on like this woman's website where she had all her offerings and one of her offerings, oh my God, was, and I, and I, so I guess I must've clicked on it, which is so fucked. Okay. Cause I was a kid. I don't, I was just, anyway, see, now I'm like trying to make excuses. Let me just tell you what it was. So she offered but the excuses. The excuses are making it worse. You're like, I was just a child. I was yeah. 12. I was, I was not lost. <laughs> I was I was lost age. On the internet. But she had all her offerings. Like this was a real person who would come to you and, and provide these services. But one of her services was shitting in people's mouth, mouths. And somehow I ended up seeing it. And I can see it right now as we're talking. I can see oh, it my. in my fucking brain. And her I thought, in someone's mouth? Like you pay for this service and she'll oh. come to your house and shit over your oh. like in okay. And okay. but I remember in the in the description, it was like twenty-four hours, um, like ahead you have to book like twenty-four hours ahead because she would like eat and behave a certain like do certain things to prepare. I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, unless she wants a unless they want a runny shit down their face. Okay, anyway. This not to, uh, I've never one to kink shame except <laughs> except when you start taking um, dookies in the mouth. You you need help. Yeah, that's so these men are paying for that. Well, it's like the founder of uh, Pirate Bay, the um, the torrent website. Mm-hmm, you guys yeah. know that story that this guy was like, uh, he would get a hammock and have women sit in the hammock and he had a hole where their where their butts would, would be and he would lie under the hammock and they would shit inside his mouth i mean what 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 went wrong in your life at yeah. what point where that where you're like oh fuck no like nothing does nothing does it you're like i just need a steaming pile of shit fresh shit human shit in my mouth to get hard oh god and how do you find that out? How do you know, mm-hmm. like, how do you ever get to the point gradually? Or do you one day you're like drunk and you're like, how do you get shit in your mouth and realize that's yeah. something I've never come so harder? So much like, that's so, you know what I mean? Like, how do you get there? You don't just oh. wake up one day. Like it's, yeah. Are you eating someone's ass and like a little nug comes out okay. and you, you have a longer, more fulfilling orgasm and you're like, this this might be my thing. Oh, God. Sorry, this, this is way too uh, gross. I know. I, this took a turn and it's actually my fault. So Yeah, you really. Um, let's, let's, let's run it back. Um, Stell, what's the weirdest thing you've ever searched? <laughs> <laughs> and please don't let it be anything like what the fuck I just said. Or I feel like you should have gone last, Sarah. Everything else is going to seem so tame. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It just I didn't. But to be clear, I did not search for that. I just somehow ended up on it, and I was a kid, and that's why it's like burned into my fucking brain. Like, oh my god. Maybe that's uh, how you get into it. You accidentally watch a video online, then it just becomes your thing. Yeah. Oh I my think god. the weirdest thing I searched up is like 
I was just curious. Okay. Because it was on my on like the main page anyways, and I was like, huh. And like I just wanted to see how realistic it was, and it's just like the cartoon porn. <laughs> oh, I like that. I actually have watched like the anime porn because I like anime. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Do you mean like? Do you mean like? Uh, do you mean like hentai? Like uh, yeah, Japanese? hentai, hentai. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because because you can also f- uh, watch like cartoons that we know, like Family yeah, Guy. Family. Like, you know, Lois getting railed by Quagmire or whatever. Or mm-hmm. even Brian. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm so glad you finished that by saying it's crazy. <laughs> that's oh so my hot. god. Yeah, that's probably the weirdest. Uh, yeah. Do I love hentai? I forgot or, about ooh, that existence. You know what else I actually like watching? I do sometimes watch gay porn like two like, men yeah hmm. just curious just and seeing what's happening yeah i'm just curious and sometimes though i like watching straight guys like first time with a guy okay yeah yeah actually you know what one that i searched a lot when i was like kind of in the process of coming out that so this is not, this isn't weird. We're not shaming anything except the shitting in the mouth. We are shaming that because that's fucked <laughs> up. But I love watching straight men get pegged by their girlfriends. I live. Yeah. I love that. I think that's, mm, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Should you just imagine that for a second there where you were just looking up and nothing? You're like, nice. I know. I was like, oh. Julian, Julian? What's the, I'm scared to even ask. But what's the weirdest thing you've ever? Before I, I give my answer, do you guys ever see the ads on porn websites for games? Because we're talking about anime and uh, oh, yeah. like cartoons, and it's like try not to come in yeah. forty seconds. <laughs> who's watching this? A and B. Who's going to come in under forty seconds watching this thing? Like I just watched uh, uh, a woman get uh, fucked uh, in a train bathroom. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. No. Yeah. No, I, I know um, exactly. Try not to come. <laughs> Love those. Try not to come in twenty seconds or less. I'm like, that's a pretty big uh, statement you're making there. Yeah. <laughs> um, weirdest thing I've either searched or fallen on and uh, watched, and maybe have rewatched it since. <laughs> Tentacle porn. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm really. Uh, regretting coming on today yeah. uh, <laughs> what tentacle porn look what it up it's usually um it's usually asian <laughs> japanese i believe and it's uh not hentai or anime it's real it'll be like this woman she'll be like in the post-apocalyptic hospital or something and she's like what all of a sudden this huge tentacle comes and grabs her and it's all these tentacles and they kind of pin her down and she gets fucked by these tentacles curious now <laughs> that's i don't know what i thought you were gonna say but it was not that it was it was not is it wrong yeah. that i kind of want to watch it now because i'm curious <laughs> it's not as crazy or as bad as it sounds it's i don't know what about it makes it hot for me but i've i stumbled on it one time and i've since uh watched it not a lot maybe 36 40 times <laughs> 
I'll send it to you. Let me find some. I'll send it to you in the group chat. Yeah, please. Oh, Our group chat is just filled with porn yeah. and photos of cats. Oh, my God. Oh, geez. Okay. We, How did that okay, even we, go? We branched we, out. We, we veered so far away from what we were talking about. From anything from we were anything. saying. Um, But no, but that is... Where did this start? Oh, watching oh, yeah, porn no. with your partner to oh, keep right. the spark. Yeah. So if you're experiencing yeah. lesbian bed death, our recommendation would be to watch tentacle porn with your partner. See where that yes. gets. Yeah. Have you ever heard of, I don't know what the correct term is for little people. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. Go sure. ahead. Porn? There's just porns that they, they come in crowds. What? And they just—it's like an orgy. I—I uh, don't know the correct word either. I don't want to say anything. Um, yeah, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm pulling okay. it up right now. Too. Please don't pull it up. Please pull it down. <laughs> no, with the, sa- it. with the sa- with the sound off. Sound off. I'm just oh, curious. Fuck. Sound just... off for sure. Oh, you're watching the tentacle porn. Oh God. Um. Okay. We'll drop the tentacle porn in the show notes. Stop. We'll we'll Instagram it. Julian, this is not at all what I thought. This is creepy. <laughs> oh fuck! Really? Is it creepy? Dude, the tentacles aren't even like nice they're, looking. They're like oh no, they're like alien rubber man made like, tentacles. This is like a horror movie. Like this is what I would. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought this was a safe space. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> no, that's Fox. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I, can't, I can't. I won't watch it right now. That's scary. Yeah, but do you see any... any? Uh... No, I genuinely thought I might like it. But that's... There's one tentacle that looks like an ant's leg, and it's skinny. And, yeah, and that skinny oh. ant's leg is fucking the shit out of that puss. That puss. Oh, my God. Oh, God. No, this, hey, this episode is going to end up being not keeping the spark, but how to watch porn <laughs> and why and what porn. And we might just call this episode tentacle porn. Oh, I'm God. That's, I would click on Honestly, that keeping the spark and ten- tentacle porn. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let's, um, let's circle back around because we have some pertinent topics that our audience want us to discuss. And I know tentacle porn was not one of them. I'm okay. Dead. It might be now. Hey. It might be now. Maybe their tentacle porn's gonna see a spike in views, and that's gonna be all to us. Yeah, you're welcome. We'll, we'll um, get our next sponsorship. Will be uh, by octopuses. Octopi. Yeah, but plural. But I guess that mirrors into like we have talked about this before about like self care and masturbating. Yeah, um, and yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, like. So earlier you had mentioned like uh, with your partner and not having bed death and like the menstrual cycle and then like libido should be like, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, and I saw that earlier and it was also something to do with um, like I've been with people who have mm-hmm. taken like medications that affects it and I've taken medication that affects mm-hmm. it as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, like, a real thing. It's really intense. Like, I remember I was with someone for a while, and I was, like, fuck. Like, I feel really bad because, like, just 
um, I can't get turned on at all because I'm just on this medication. And I ended up getting off of it and it it helped, but then my partner went on medication. And so then Mm. there's a loose's situation, but for their mental health, it was great. Right. Sorry, I'm laughing at Julian's dad. He's going to. I felt it wrong. Oh my God. <laughs> Julian said, it, be right back in our chat. And I said, he's going to masturbation, but I meant masturbation. Anyways. Um, yeah, no, I think libido is, a, is an important part of all of this conversation. And everybody's different. Everybody has a different sex drive and a different, um, like, some people want it every day. Some people want it like once a week is fine. And I think, again, we, we just keep going back, communicate that with your partner and mm-hmm. don't just leave it unsaid. Like it, it, to a certain level, of course, we need to accept our partner's sex drive because a lot of the time, especially if it's medication or whatever, then it can't be changed. And it's only going to put stress on the other person if they feel like they're not doing enough and they need to force themselves. That is important. Forced sex, not sorry, Jesus. Um, not <laughs> not forced. You know what I mean? Like, like, like if I'm constantly like, oh, I need more, I need more, I need more, and then my partner's doing it because just to please me and nothing for themselves. It feels like it's one person having sex alone. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're not gonna feel like that. You know, definitely not the romance and yeah. whatever, but. Would you Just say in a re- would you say in a relationship that you have a high like sex like you need a lot of sex? Why? <laughs> um, You're fucking yeah. weird. I- Stop blushing. <laughs> um, oh fuck my fingernails. Um, yeah, I would say way more with women than with men. Like yeah. with vulva owners, I'm much more into it more often um so yeah i would say that i like i i would be happy every with having something every day i would say oh interesting yeah so but i think communicating that with a partner and you somewhere in this conversation you said talked about meeting them halfway um Mm -hmm. and i think that's important and just communicating like um communicating I think it also goes in waves. Like you could have a really good month and you're feeling really good about yourself. Like, cause self-confidence and self-esteem, like for me, that plays a really, really big role. If I'm feeling like gross and heavy and like, just not good about myself, I'm not going to be jumping in bed, like ripping my clothes off. Cause if I'm feeling, and um, our next episode, we're going to dive a lot more into, um, body and anxiety and, and all that kind of stuff. So we won't get into that now, but if I'm feeling like shit about myself, like physically, yeah. I'm not, I'm not rushing to take my clothes off for anyone. hundred percent. Yeah. So that's a that's factor right. too. And I think yeah. knowing where your partner's at with that, again, communicating, um, is important. And, uh, yeah. And yeah. then off that, you kind of mentioned it, but masturbating, our sex educator, Nat, who we reference now all the time, said, uh, your partner masturbating is not something to be jealous about or like, oh, I can't do it or they need to do it themselves because I'm not doing enough or why are they doing it themselves or watching porn? Is that like, it's nothing to be jealous about. It's really something to be happy about because your partner's saying like, 
I recognize my drive is really high this week or really high in general, and I can handle that myself. Or Nat mentioned that she'll prep herself before her partner comes home and then kind of takes a little bit of the work, not the work, of course, it's not a chore. We, we want to have sex, hopefully, but, uh, well, some people don't, but you know, um, but yeah, or mutual. We, I think we say the word mutual masturbation every single episode because Stella and I are so fucking down for it, but <laughs> doing that, like there are ways to take a little bit of the pressure off that, your partner. Yeah. I think I like doing that like first. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think yeah. recently because I'm just so nervous all the time. <laughs> you do it except it's in different rooms. <laughs> Cause no. you're too nervous. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I am not huge on sex. Like, I don't really care for it. Like, I do, Mm -hmm. but, uh, like, I'm cool with it every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe at the start of the relationship, I'm, like, really, like, yeah, I'll probably do it quite a bit, but if it fades out, I'm okay for that. Like, it doesn't bother you not, I did not know that about you. No. Yeah. But were you, okay, will you still, so you're with someone for a year, let's say, kind of started to fade are you still masturbating as much as you do no interesting so you masturbate more single than in a relationship yeah but Hmm. i also like i think it's just because like for me like i'm more satisfied when i have affection by from my significant other and like i I, i'm very satisfied just being with someone who like i i genuinely love so um I think this could be an entire episode, but as far as the love languages go, physical touch, well, physical touch does not mean sex. Those are different things, but you would say like, like very physical touch. Like I, I like the person, uh, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, if I like see someone, that's that's what I tell them is like, Hey, heads up. Like I need a lot of physical touch. Like that's like not sex. You no, mean like, like holding hands, I, touching, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah. Uh, I, so I used to think that maybe I was asexual for mm-hmm. a little bit because I didn't really care for sex, to be honest. But then I was like, ah, no, like I still need it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like I'm cool with like, uh, like maybe once every two weeks, or well, I don't know. Maybe once a week is cool, but I'm good to do it more too. Like, I'm not saying like I would never do it more than that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm cool with, like, as long as they're cool. Like, let's say they were like, hey, I need it every day. I'd be like, eh, I don't know if I can give it to you every day. Like, let's do three days a week. Yeah. And like, I'm cool with that. How do you but feel? I had a friend once if- that was struggling with her sex life in her relationship, and they developed a calendar and they committed to like, Tuesday, Fridays, Saturday. And I thought like I, I couldn't operate on that rigid because sometimes I'm I'm tired or sometimes yeah. I don't feel well or sometimes I'm anxious, like whatever it is. Like I, so you said three days a week, that's... but how how do you how do you okay, how do you this is actually really good, but I think a lot of people would be interested in this. If you're struggling with sex in your relationship and you want to have sort of like you said okay, your partner wants every day, you want once a week, let's do three. How do you do that without it being a rigid schedule? Because like, I feel like if you compromise to make it like that, you make it work and you try and fit it in. If you don't, then you do a little more the next week or something like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or something that's like 
close to as much as you can get, right? Like it's all about compromise, I think, and realizing that your partner's making an effort. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and, and that's the thing. Like, if my partner was like, "Hey, I only want to have sex once a month," I'd be like, "Cool." Like, I'm I'm cool with that. Like, mm-hmm. and if I start not being cool with it because I'm like, you know what, I kind of want a little bit more sex than that, and I speak to my I communicate, and if they are down and they want to do it, then it's cool. Let's do it. Let's figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I'm not like, yeah, it's not a, it's not because I'm not good at it because I am. <laughs> well, we can't confirm that. Uh, we'll never know, I guess. <laughs> we'll have to get in some panelists. Some no, again. women that have been, can you imagine you sign on one day and I've got eight of your exes all along the top of the screen who are going to rate. I'd actually throw you. up yeah. and throw up. Well, I yeah. It'd just be me and them chatting, I guess. Oh yeah. my God, that'd be fun. Um, no, I don't think any of them would. I think all of them mostly dislike me, so. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. No, not all of them. Literally only like two. Mm-hmm. Maybe one. No, just one really dislikes me. The other mm-hmm. one doesn't care about me. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't care it's about even them. even worse. Um, right. Okay. Okay. So. Um, okay. The other thing I wanted to cover on this, uh, another topic that we got, this is an interesting one. Um, Um, it's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. Okay. When I was straight, which was I ever, I don't know. I I actually tell everyone all the time about that. I'm like, yo, Sarah used to love dick. I did actually. I know. It I know the, gr- the girls that I like see that hear this, I've had one of them say they didn't like hearing how like experienced I was with dick or whatever. Like <laughs> I don't like hearing it either personally. But um uh, sorry, what, I mean, okay, what I was gonna say is I remember asking you, because when, when you and I were first friends many, many years ago, a decade almost, or yeah, almost a decade, because I think we were 19 when we met, and we're, what are we, 27? So yeah. anyway, um, what you would said, you said you had sex with someone, and then I was like, what is sex? Oh, what right. is the, like, defining what is queer sex when it's two vulva owners. And I remember asking you, like, what do you qualify? And you said something really, really great. And um, something I always have thought about, you said, I'll define it as sex. Whenever I feel like it, like whatever I feel like it was, it was like, there's no rules. Like, it's not like, oh, there was no penetration, then you didn't have sex or um, it was only fingering like, cause you've had experiences where you and the, you, there's just been fingering and you've said yeah. I had sex with her. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it, it is, I wanted to, sorry. It's like a mutual me. agreement also. It's not like I said that and this person doesn't know we had, had we didn't have to yeah, be had sex. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm like, like, yeah. Like I've slept with girls where I just finger them and yeah whatever they finish and then mm-hmm. vice versa and then that's sex and then i've had girls that i've eaten out and and like fingered and done the full nine yards and that's all sex and then some i just like make them come quickly and then that's a quickly quickly. you know what i mean but i maybe i didn't even finger them maybe i just mm-hmm. rubbed their clit out for a bit and they just came and then i'm yeah. like let's go yeah 
Right. So, so because the, the the topic that we got in our inbox that they some one of our audience members or yeah listeners wanted to hear was how to define queer sex and how to bring it up with your partner. And so for me, so that's so Stella's given her kind of version of of her like view on it. I kind of okay. I tend to consider it sex more like classified if both people come because that to me is like I don't know and and this is that's my opinion that is that is like you still can finger a girl at a 50 cent concert and call it (laughs) and that could be sex and I and I'm and of course respectfully that's whatever right that's your I'm sorry I didn't need to be so specific I didn't need to be so specific and it was rude and I'm sorry um but for me like I, I like to feel like both parties, yeah, like when both people have come, that's when I normally would say that we had sex. And that could be two people fingering each other, no head, no penetration, or there's penetration or there's head both, like both ways, like whatever. But I I just, that's in my mind, like, because if it isn't, if, if, if nobody came or, which doesn't, oh man, now I'm like getting myself into a a tizzy here. Are you saying they always need to finish? No, I'm not saying that. I think a really fun evening can be like, as long as everybody's feeling pleasure, it's a great time, like for sure. But when I, when I think back of like girls that I had sex with that I, in my mind, they're ones that, that both parties finished. I don't know. That's just, and that's a hundred percent just my like idea of it. And if not, if it's just kind of like more like a little of this and a little of that, nothing like whatever, then I say we, we hooked up. That's just my, but I just, yeah, to be clear, I don't think that, that there needs to be an orgasm to have to be like, to be successful because you can have that without, but that's just kind of in my mind how it's been. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's it. No, that's, that's totally fine. I just think it's um, important. And I think about, sorry, I think about times with like that, um, I love like there is nothing like finishing at the same time as your partner. Yeah. Julian, can I get an amen? Can I get a Uh, hallelujah? A hallelujah, an amen. (laughs) Maybe he's not even there. He's not even there. Um, He's watching tentacle porn somewhere else. Um, But yeah, finishing at the same time as your partner is like, wow, that's a crazy, crazy feeling. It's really, that's why I like mutual masturbation. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause that's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've done it with Josephine, and mm-hmm. uh, I remember one time, like they grabbed my leg or arm when they were about to finish, and it was so hot because they like squeezed, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is hot." Mm-hmm. Like that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm also just a freaking weenie. Oh, weenie hot juniors. Weenie um, hot juniors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway. um, yeah, I would say like to each their own in its own way. Um, obviously, with that being said, like I don't want it to like come off in the wrong way. It'd be like, oh, well, we didn't even sleep together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like I don't know. Just do it carefully and be and communicate. Yeah. Like the question was how to bring it up with your partner. I would say just communicate and and have like 
just, I feel like we've used the word communicate so many times in this episode, but put everything on the table and have these conversations. Like Stella and I are putting ourselves out here on this platform in hopes that it'll encourage conversations within other people's relationships. Like, I don't know, listen to this podcast together and then be like, well, so Stella's opinion was this and Sarah's was this, like, what, what's your opinion on that? Like, where do you stand on that? And yeah, to each their own. And um, yeah. 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 I think it's, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah, don't take it too seriously. Like, I, like the overarching thought for me is if everybody's feeling pleasure and everybody's having a good time, then all good. Like, totally yeah. all good. Who cares what, what is sex and what is inside? Like, it's, yeah. it is whatever you want it to be. 100%. And then what you're comfortable with. Yeah. And uh, let's see, like, Julian already spoke about like kind of like the new date ideas. I think that's important. We, I tried that in my last relationship. I remember we were both like, we have nothing in common. Like we're not really having fun anymore. Like, what are we doing? Like, let's try something different. So we tried to do things that were out of a comfort zone. It worked, but then mm-hmm. some things got involved in the, like in the way, you know, and things happen. Life happens. Um, some, yeah, but, some, some like if you're experiencing, circling back to the very start, lesbian bed death and just sex and libido issues and um, keeping the spark or whatever it is. It Sometimes it may be, there may be bigger issues like yeah. that you can't fix with a date night or trying yeah. a new kink. Yeah. And that like could lead into something like if you want to keep, if you want to keep vitamin, then you can try therapy. You know what I mean? Like my last partner asked me to do it and, at the time, like, I I was kind of angry about it. I was like, what? No, like, we're not going to fucking do that. Like, let's, no. Mm-hmm. And I can genuinely say, like, at the time, I also, also just, like, wasn't as open to things as I am now. And, like, I feel like I've just grown so much, like, mentally, emotionally, in every kind of way, genuinely, that now I'm like, that's a really great idea. Like, I, I should have just heard her out, and I, I just couldn't even, I don't know, there was more to it anyways. But... I do think couple therapy could be productive mm-hmm. and individual therapy. Yeah. Like it's so important to take care of your mental health and yourself because like it all ties into your relationship. You know what I mean? And your sex life. Like yeah. Matt talked about that too. Like if you're really stressed at work or you're stressed at home or there's other things going on mental health wise, it's going to prevent probably a successful sex life, whatever that successful sex life looks like to you. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think couples therapy, having a third party who obviously is not taking sides, like that doesn't mean asking your best friend, oh, well, this is the fight I got in with my partner. What do you think? Because they're obviously going to be on your side. Everybody's biased to their friends or like your family or whatever it is. I think having a third party professional who can ask the right questions and promote the right conversations to be had and just give ideas on, you know, how to improve things or, you know, yeah. Like, and then that also could be when you realize that it's time to move on also. Like if there are that many problems, like it's not just your sex life, it's everything else, then maybe it's time to move on. But it's, it is important. Julian mentioned it really, really great point. 
we tend to have this instant gratification of one thing goes wrong and we're like, oh, well, I'll just get on Tinder because it's the paradox of choice, which Rachel and I talk about. You go on Tinder and there's 500 eligible bachelorettes on right on your phone. So it makes you think that if one thing goes wrong with your partner that you love and care about that, oh, well, I, I literally have 500 options. Like you don't really. And relationships are hard and they do take work. Obviously, if there's really, really big issues that are causing like you stress or it's a threat to your safety or whatever, then mm-hmm. then no, don't work on it. Like it's done, leave, leave them. But um, yeah, I think it's important to work through these issues. And there are so many ways and so many things to try to yeah. um, get better. No, and and like to, you said, to your like- point about therapy, I'm sorry, Stella, I totally no, cut you off. But- to your point about therapy, you, you said the exact right word, uh, professional. They're professional. So they've literally, they're trained for this and they've literally heard it all. Because when you're, when you have issues in a relationship, you think you're alone, you get narrow uh, sight, like you only see that and you don't think of all the possible uh, perspectives and solutions. And then they just, they're an unbiased third party. And then they bring things to the table, approaches, they give reasons why you feel this way. And it just makes you feel so... uh, much normal it minimizes kind of things you're like other other people go through it and they bring an approach that you would never come to on your own because we're all uh-huh. in this self-preservation kind of thing and they just kind of say it like it is can't say enough good things uh, about it mm-hmm. yeah yeah no 100 i agree yeah no therapy is a really really good option and like stell said whether it be couples therapy or individual therapy um would be good. So, yeah. And there's a weird taboo with if you say you have a therapist, it's still like, oh, you have a therapist. It's like you're almost crazy a little bit. Mm. Everybody should have a therapist. Everybody oh, yeah. should have someone to talk to. It's like if your car breaks down, you would never think, uh, I'll fix it myself. I'll just go under the hood and figure it out. But the human mind, we're like, nah, I got this. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. It's crazy. No, yeah. yeah, I love my therapist. She's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I agree because it, it could be personal issues that you're you don't even know about that is now affecting your libido or your relationship in other ways. Like there are, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. We wouldn't try to fix the car ourselves, so why fix our mental health ourselves yeah. if there's if there's resources? Um, yeah. So yeah, but that's that's. That's lots. It ended up being a lot about porn uh, this episode, a but lot. it's good Sorry, information, guys. you know. Um, I hope people don't think we're too weird, especially Julian with the tentacle porn. <laughs> I'm going to think about that forever. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> dead. But um, if you have, if you guys have any other questions, like I hope that our kind of rambling over the last hour was helpful and answered some people's questions and maybe provided. Just kind of, at the very least, I would love to provide space for people to start these conversations in their relationships. Like, mm-hmm. if that's all this is, is you go home and say, oh, I, li- I was listening to Every Gay Sex, and they were talking about this. Like, it just got me thinking. And then start talking. Just start talking. Communicate with your partner. Be honest about your needs. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, uh, yeah, I think it's important to just remember that I think everyone kind of feels this way eventually. 
mm-hmm. and then you're not really the only person feeling this way. So you're just kind of everyone's just doing their trying to get by. <laughs> We're all just doing our best, honestly. Yeah. Seriously. Um, before we close off, I'll just mention. Uh, so, just a friendly reminder: as if you listen to our other episodes, the last couple episodes you'd know that we've partnered with um, the Blending Bar Aromatherapy and Wellness. And from now until the end of August, you can use our discount code EGS15 for 15% off the products in the spa collection, which we thought would tie well with all of our like self-care and um, 100%. wellness chats yeah. that we do. So and, that's just a reminder. Yeah. And if you guys make an order, like just tag us. Mm-hmm. I want to see who's gets what. That'd mm-hmm. be cool. Mm-hmm. sick um yeah so, besides that i know i'm gonna definitely take a look and grab some stuff i thought you're gonna say yeah i'm definitely gonna go watch porn um right now <laughs> that too <laughs> yeah yeah um it's a gloomy day perfect to be in bed yeah <laughs> i always want to put it on my tv but i know people will be able to hear it from my hallway and i, I just <laughs> like i just can't i just uh i don't know i get nervous I get that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever put it. Anyways, no, I don't know. But yeah. Anyways. Can I add something real quick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it out there because I know you guys want to do it and it's going to force us. And uh, But any fans listening in the Ottawa area, look for early 2024, a live Everyday Sex. Live and direct. In person. Oh, my with, God. With an audience. Yes. So you guys can come meet Sarah and Stell. Ooh. I know we talked about it and we didn't we don't have anything confirmed or any even first steps taken, but I'm just saying it so that we get the ball in motion and because uh, I really want to see that happen and I think uh you'll sort of need to be forced into it a little bit. Yeah. You're gonna have to completely throw me out there. That's so <laughs> it's scary. Gonna be great. It's gonna be great. We'll get a small venue, sixty, fifty, sixty seats, and we'll we'll fill it with fans and it'll be fun. Sick. Cool. Yeah, so if you guys are sticking around, if you're in the area. Listen up. Listen up. Yeah. Well, we, we, yeah, we have had DM. We have had people ask us if we do live shows, which is so crazy. Fuck. So but, crazy. But I maybe guess. Maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe one day. But mm-hmm. so that means you guys just got to keep listening and subscribing and mm-hmm. watching our and listening our stuff. And even like. Tell your friends. Tell tell everyone. Mm -hmm. Everyone. Yeah. I don't care. (laughs) Even also, I love, like, if you're listening to our podcast right now, screenshot it, put it on your story, tag us. We'll share it. We just love to see who's listening and just kind of expanding our audience. And, um, yeah, we we love the participation. I think we've had a lot of some people messages from, like, Germany. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 No, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyways. But that's it for today. Um, we hope that we're we have an effect, a positive effect on your relationship. We hope to help yeah. you keep the spark, and we hope that everybody watches more porn moving forward. Yes, <laughs> alrighty. Yeah. Thanks, guys. So thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Bye.